Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian. And we're live. This is your host, Julian on Enlighten Me. Uh, before we get started, if you can uh, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music with WordPress. WordPress has been trending lately. So please, again, subscribe. Same five countries, five-star rating, still maintaining that. I know I got a little haters out there. I love you too. And I think at the most plays in one day was 79. So God is good. And I thank y'all truly, truly. And we got Jabray on uh, here. How you doing, Jabray? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing, Julie? <laughs> I'm trying to get this podcast right. It's Man, my goodness. You can't, you can't use technology these days. Two hours in at this point. Oh, my God. Hopefully, hopefully, this is it. So <laughs> please introduce yourself, sir. All right. So for the second time. Uh, you know, I'm Jabray. I am the host of the Midas Mind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I also just finished writing a book called The Green Pill. I'm still in the editing phases. I'm still getting some, you know, some last minute kinks worked out, some last minute edits going, but looking to get that out, uh, e ebook version and an actual physical version in the next couple months. So look out for that too. You know, just an all-around, an all-around creative is what I like to, to, to consider myself as. Okay, jack of all trades, jack of all trades. And uh, yes, if y'all could uh, holler at his podcast, make sure y'all uh, show some love as well. That's all we're trying to do. Everybody's trying to build, trying to grow, and uh, I'd appreciate it a lot if y'all could. Now, for the second time. <laughs> The, the subject we have is a subconscious mm -hmm. mind. So what what made you or what made you gravitate towards uh, subconscious mind? So uh, I remember I was at work. I used to have a job selling furniture that I, I won't say I hated it, but it was, a you know, it wasn't a passion of mine. So it was just kind of, you know, go to work, uh, suffer through the day kind of job. So I used to bring books to kind of, Helped me along my day. They didn't want you on your phones a lot. And one of the books that I had bought to that job was called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And I was kind of already into, you know, I had already kind of gotten to that subject a little bit about the mind and thoughts. But when I read that book, that was kind of my real introduction and real dive into the rabbit hole of of the subconscious mind and really of your how your thoughts are really affecting uh your reality and how you move so i would say that book and really just having a bunch of free time is how i really 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 got into uh this subject Crazy you say that because I'm literally had the book in my hand. It's by uh, Joseph Murphy. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, and put it right back on my bed. Really that's quick. the one. And I, yep, that's what it is, man. I, I see, I see where we at. I see where we at right now. Okay. So how, how does this, how does this, uh, change your perspective, or is it your paradox, you know, in your life? Yeah. So here's how it's changed pretty much my entire life. So when I would. After I read this book, and even kind of before I read this book, um, I was kind of interested in meditation a little bit. And, you know, when you meditate, I was never good at meditating at all. So, you know, with meditating, you kind of think of just like sitting in the, you know, crisscross applesauce position, just trying to think of nothing, right? 
So I was never really, really good at it. I would always try and I would always practice and I would always get better, but I was never really good at like having zero thoughts. So the more I got into the subconscious mind and thoughts and things like that, I read a fact where it said the average person has 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. And the vast majority of those thoughts are absolute nonsense. They're the exact same thoughts on repeat. So 90, 90%, 90, 95%. Man, they're the, yeah, they're the exact same things over and over. You're going to think about uh, what you got to do that day, what you did yesterday, what you got to eat, what you, what somebody said, they're the exact same thoughts over and over and over. So reading that fact and then reading the book, I kind of really start to look at my own thoughts and in doing that, that made me realize that what I was thinking every single day was keeping me in certain situations. I was not even consciously thinking these things. I was, that's literally why it's called the subconscious. You're always subconsciously thinking something. It's a spin cycle. So I then began to think, okay, what would happen if I put some deliberate, you know, consideration into these thoughts. What if instead of these same things being subconsciously, uh, you know, a subconscious thought, what if I could say, all right, I'm going to think about this. This is what I want. I'm going to put deliberate thought into this. What would happen after that? And that thought and that, you know, train of action, that has changed my entire life for literally forever. Would you consider that kind of like manifesting? Yeah, so I think so I, I think manifesting is for sure real, but I think it's a more deliberate thing than it's it's real steps to it. I feel like when people think of manifesting a lot, it seems like more of a oh just a at least the way I kind of have felt about it, the more mainstream has gotten. Is just like, oh, I'm going to manifest this. But it, it takes real brainwashing to do that. Whether you want to admit it or not, everybody's getting brainwashed every second of the day. Whether you watch TV or listen to whatever music, the repetition is a sort of brainwashing to some degree. Yeah. So there's real repetition to manifest. It's not just, oh, I want to manifest this and put this out here. You got to really train yourself to think this thing deliberately every single day. And then with that, move and act with a, an absolute certain knowing that you have programmed in your subconscious mind to get this thing. And whatever, it can be whatever it is. So, I mean, to a certain degree, it's manifesting. But I kind of feel like the more mainstream that's gotten, it's like this is a. Uh... It's a was a trending word, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but like toxic. I got like yeah, like toxic. Like it's a lot of trending things that the more mainstream they get, they kind of lose the the real power they have behind it. Oh yeah. But there are real, real, like a real science behind this, other than just uh, this is what I want. I'll, I'll say it one time, put this out there, and just see what happens. It's a much more concentrated effort in that 
and it all starts with your subconscious mind, your thoughts. Oh yeah, and and people don't understand that uh, when you start to think things, your body reacts. Man, you keep doing it in a certain manner. I'm sure you know who Doctor was. It Doctor Joe Spencer. Joe, yeah, Joe Spencer. Yep, Spencer. There it is. Joe Dispenza, yeah, he's always said that his body, your body can actually take over your mind if you keep doing it. In that instance, and that is, uh, you go to work every day, 5 p.m., you hit traffic. You're mm-hmm. not in traffic, you're off for a week. Your body's going to automatically go to that stress level because it's so accustomed to hitting traffic and being yes. stressed out at that time being. So if you can program yourself and your mind and body and spirit all in the same, I guess, in a, to to make it more beneficial it's truly paramount yes and i think and i think like you said um we think the same thoughts every day that's why nobody likes change it's very hard mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're programmed as humans to take the less scenic route for survival and it's you know what it's tough it takes real like time to reprogram myself if you think about how long you have been programmed certain things you can't rewire that in a matter of like two weeks. You so you you can you can think certain things to try to implant in two weeks, and once you see no results or you're not seeing too much difference, it's easy to get discouraged. But you gotta think you have been programmed certain things literally since you were the day you were born. When you're a kid, your subconscious mind is completely open because it has no other thoughts to, you know, go against it. So you have been programmed, ingrained from day one. It's going to take time to redo those things. And then another thing I kind of realized is I feel like the present moment, I I came to this realization maybe a couple of days ago. Uh, I think it was like Saturday. I was just sitting down bored on my couch and I don't even know what made me think of this. I just had the, you know, the realization that every current moment we're in is the product of the previous like four to six months of thinking and action. Every moment you sitting in literally came from the prior or the previous like 180 days of your deliberate thoughts and what you have done every single day. Yeah. So it's not. Uh, uh, try to retrain your thoughts in a day you're not gonna see it if you do it tuesday you're not gonna see the huge difference by thursday you know what i mean it's it takes real concerted effort to to reprogram that but once you kind of i'm of the true belief that the entire fabric of the way everything works will literally drop you care packages to let you know this is you are reprogramming yourself to see these certain things i don't know if i did this on this recording of the podcast or the one we did like 30 minutes ago with the red car example <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 but no, you can do on this one this is this one it was okay yeah, yeah. so the way i kind of make sense of the subconscious mind is with the red car example so if for seven days you just take 10 minutes to think of a red car, just 10 minutes every single day, just sit down and think of a red car, imagine a red car in your mind. At the end of those seven days, you're going to see more red cars. You're not going to see more red cars because people are buying more red cars or manufacturers are making more red cars. 
you're going to see more red cars because it's, it has been programmed in your subconscious mind to see that car. And when you notice it, there's something in your subconscious mind that goes off and says, Hey, this is, this is the thing we've been thinking about. Pay attention to this. Yep. That's how it, that's how the easiest way I can explain that the subconscious mind works. So if you can program certain thoughts every single day with repetition, that's the main, main thing. That's I think uh, Joseph Murphy called it auto, auto suggestion. Yep. The exact thing you want to see with like deliberate intent every single day, you are bound to see more of that just like a red car. It's not because it's, you know, more of it. You're just trained to see that more. If that makes any sense. No, they're, they're paint a picture. I think this gives this is for everyone who's uh, bought a car. When you bought a car, you probably saw that name brand vehicle, like Chevy or whatever you bought, or Dodge, more often, or your car more often with that color more often. Because yes. now you're paying attention to what you have, and what you have, you see it more frequent. Mm-hmm. And it's actually it's called a RAS, reticular activating system. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll be I'll be doing some subconscious things on the low ski too. I'm not and it's toxic. Oh no, you good. So I, I think it's I think people think about it in those smaller terms, but when you realize it affects every it's much broader than just like a car color or a car type or the a name brand. It yeah. applies to absolutely everything. And a lot of times you're just giving your thoughts up for free. You are giving people the power in Whatever is on TV, the power to program what they want in your subconscious mind. Oh man! Because yeah. it's it's at that level about money, but when you can kind of cut that off a little bit, I don't know how deep we want to go in this podcast. But all right, go hey, keep going, brother. <laughs> not, so that's why I said earlier it's to some degree you getting brainwashed every day. I can tell you there. Are know that I have not listened to in like 15 years but if they came on right now I know the end I remember I listened to T.I.'s Urban Legend shake that monkey man I listened to (laughs) (laughs) T.I. I listened to Urban Legend album for the first time in like 15 years and the first like five songs I knew word for word and I have not listened to that for 15 years and then oh, it was, yeah. I, I couldn't make sense of like, how do I still know this? I have not listened to this since I was like 13. But I had listened to it so much back then. Literally, as I was going to sleep, when I woke up, I listened to that so much then. It is, it is in my mind, no matter what. That is literally what you can do with your own thoughts that you want. It's just, you got to, you gotta cut some stuff back, man. That's why. That's why I don't really watch TV. Like I'll do it suddenly. Yes, suddenly. But it just, I, I don't, I don't really get nothing out of it unless it's a business type show. I can like, okay, these are the type of things I want to see. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to engorge that type of lifestyle, like you know, lawyers and stuff like that. I see how they move. You know, it's mm-hmm. a TV show, but it's the way they present themselves. Yeah. And, and that energy they've given off. But I will I- say, um, one thing I. One thing that I had to reprogram myself is I go to the gym a lot. So I, I had to stop waiting for the song to kick in, you know, the beat to kick yes. in. Yes. Yeah. And now I just go off of 
don't be ready because life's never going to be ready. And it's I just never going to be ready. So now I've kind of like, and I'm in the gym all the time, like four days, four days a week, an hour. So it's the perfect time. So now I transition into my, my normal life where I was like, dang, I don't want to do this, but I know I have to do this. So let me get up because I don't want to do this. And now I'm doing stuff that I didn't want to do more frequent and getting things, a lot more things accomplished. So it's, it's really weird, but it's fascinating. Do you think that level of like this has any effect on uh, like how your mind works? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. In what ways? Um, the fact that um, I'm keen to what I am thinking and what needs to be done. You know, I think sometimes we always say we feel. If you take that feeling away, you know, and logically think of what what is and what is exactly happening at that very moment, and I, just like meditation, then you can focus on the, the task at hand. And I think a lot of people say they don't make the best decisions when they feel a certain type of way. Yeah. Whether it be stocks or dating or uh, anything like that. Like, I feel I want to go back to my ex. Like, but is it logically sound? You know, yeah, go he, go based he, on... He cheated on with mm-hmm. your, you with your best friend. <laughs> so it's that logically yeah. sound. And uh, so I, I've been... I've slowed things down and the people I'm around and things of that nature, like uh, conversations like this, you know, I love to indulge in things like this because it helps me reassure what I'm learning. Yes. Kobe Bryant had a quote whole interview where he was saying things just like that. When you are able to slow down and look at things in a more logical, uh, a logical approach and break steps down incrementally, mm-hmm. it makes so much more sense than looking at it through a lens of just like emotion which I mean they're useful and logic isn't uh, because to some degree if you ask why enough times logic breaks down anyway but in a lot of situations if okay what needs to be done next what's the next thing that needs to be done moves more it moves more efficiently and it works more efficiently, I found. And especially when you have a level of discipline to do things that you might not necessarily want to do, it's easier to kind of tailor what you let into it and what you put into it yourself. So have you seen it uh, trickle in the different realms of your life, like uh, physically and, of course, mentally? man emotionally things of that nature so yeah i would say for sure in all those facets in a lot of different ways so from a i don't know what you mean by physically but i'll i'll kind of tell you the way i'm i'm gonna go with it physically so in tailoring my thoughts i'll never forget there was a day it was like december uh, and this is kind of going to the manifesting part of it, like more of the esoteric, you just got to be- see it to believe it kind of situation. Yes. I remember uh, like December, I want to say maybe 17th, December 13th, 2020, I live in, I live in uh, Oklahoma. So it was, it was cold. Go to the gas station at like eight o'clock in the morning. I pull up to the pump. Now, I kind of want to backtrack before that. So for a couple months, I have a, I have a journal I write in 
for a couple of months, I had been wanting to get into like more into finances, more into you know learning about stocks. I had been writing about that, watching some uh, some podcasts, watching some videos, reading some books, some articles on you know financial matters, how to how to manage finances better. Uh, had been writing about that, kind of focusing on that for a couple months. So I pull up to this gas pump and I noticed there's something there's something on the pump like on the actual physical pump you pump the gas from there's something on the sitting on top of the pump so I'm, you know I go up to the pump I take whatever it is it's a stack of books which is weird I've never seen a stack of books on there I look through them and they're all books are centered around finances so that was kind of the first the first time I had seen thoughts form into something that uh, I couldn't really make sense of, or I couldn't, I couldn't conceptualize and really imagine that that could happen any other way other than I had been thinking about this thing all the time. And other ways I've seen it trickle is when you are able to look at thoughts as like, I read this about meditation. When you sit quietly and you see a like a, a thought comes to your mind, when you separate from it and just imagine it as like a bubble and observe that, then you can kind of see where these things are really stemming from. You can really observe the thought and see where, where it's coming from. What's the, where is this rooted? So what I have learned to do is that but then when I want to implant my new thoughts I can center this in a place that I want it to be I want it to be from if it was from the past of just like most of my thoughts were worry or I don't want to go to work or you know the typical probably what most people's thoughts are on a on a day-to-day basis I'd be willing to bet most people their thoughts are rooted in something other than Ideally, what they would be living, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So when I that you you do, but it it all starts with looking at this thought like a bubble, seeing what that is, where that comes from, and then replacing it with something else. So what I wanted to do was, I wanted to be excited about what I was doing every single day, instead of having these thoughts being centered in. I hate what I'm about to have to do from the hours of nine to six. I replaced those thoughts with excitement of what I would get to do. Even if it's almost like a fake it till you make it type of thing. Even if I wasn't actively doing it in that moment and I had no idea how I would even lead to be able to do that. I implanted those exact thoughts almost foolishly and delusionally every day. And then what I've seen is it results in guest speaking on people's podcasts and having my own podcast. I would, these are exact things that I have written down. I got a notebook sitting on my, my coffee table right now that have these exact things written down of these thoughts I implant like bubbles rooted in things I was excited about that have like come into a physical existence through deliberate thought 
like personal relationships have absolutely transformed because the old thoughts I had centered around those that were that came from whatever place they came from, I replaced those with different ones rooted in more positive uh, more positive emotion and positive thought. If there's no emotion attached to it, it's not going to work. I think if you write down your goals, I want to say this is probably a study back in like further than 2019. I think you're more inclined to accomplish them by like what, 70%? It's a, it it sounds, it's one of those percents. Yeah. Do you think it's true? Yes, I do. I think when I write down things, especially my finances, yeah, I, I think like I can inherently inherently see them and I can visualize them and I can actually yes them exactly in spectacular particular places in my life that I need so from there I've, I've grown a lot and and it all started with my finances I'm like all right let me write this down and when I started seeing it, I was like man I could save a lot more money than what I think I can and was there ever a thoughts. point yeah was there ever a point that the thought that simply writing it down would make it more likely to happen? Was there ever a point where that sounded ridiculous to you? It did. I was like, man, who studied it? Who put this study out here? What made you want to try it? Um, I had nothing to lose. And yes. I, if, I, if I had if I had something to gain, why not? So yeah. at it. It I sounds it I feel like the things that sound the most simple. When you do it, it's like this. I don't even know the science to explain why this is true. But then when you do it, it's like, oh, this is this actually somehow works. I think people overcomplicate things. They uh things are simpler in, in a lot of realms. So people want to overcomplicate things. Like, well, the majority, and you know, that is the majority's not doing it. Or why yeah. would I do something so stupid like that? I'd rather watch spongebob or something like no just take the time to get to know yourself just stay take away from the people. time man just stay away from people no everybody has to be around somebody this is a conversation i had uh earlier somebody has to be around that person all the time i yes. took a step back from life and i picked up a book you know i, I cut other people out i ate better and i just fed my mind and yeah we're here right now oh yeah life is good baby life's good i, I think to a certain extent, everybody hates to be bored. Definitely. And that's Over, the... We're overstimulated. We're hyperstimulated. Way too much. Way too much. And that boredom, that can be the thing. I tweeted about this the other day. The boredom, the thing you run to the most when that boredom kicks in, that's probably the thing you got to really look out for because that can be most likely what's holding you back from what you're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. being bored is even if it's just sitting in the boredom and not even taking the boredom and doing anything productive just sitting in the boredom and just think about whatever comes to your mind you can transform your whole entire perspective on things just being present in the boredom and really analyzing everything that comes to your mind I remember I was bored the same the same exact Saturday I realized that we're living like four to six months in tape delay. That same Saturday I was ridiculously bored. And the first thought that came into my mind is damn, a drink would be amazing right now. And then it, I kind of had to look at like, damn, why is that the first thing I think of 
to like alleviate boredom. And if I were to go, I said we can dive deep if you want, (laughs) man. I yeah, I (laughs) this will turn into two hours. (laughs) It's that was a thing I have really had to look at over the course of especially this year. The things that I go to when I'm, especially when I say I have no time. This is something I talked on my. I did it in bulk. It's coming out at whatever amount of weeks. I really had to look at like what I'm doing, what I'm bored, especially when I say I have no time to do certain things I really want to do. But then when I'm bored, I'm doing thing X that is completely wasting time and money. And that is that has been realizing that has restructured the way I do almost everything, especially the way I use my time from here on out. Oh, definitely. You got to break those habits and that, that mindset. And boredom would just suddenly put you back to where you started in the beginning. They, they will. It's the, but I think it can be, like I said, useful because that boredom and especially being present and aware in it, that's when you can really realize so much about yourself you have never even considered when you can just watch, you know, when you bored, you can just watch Netflix, you can play a game. I'm not saying anything in, is inherently wrong with them, oh, those no. things by itself, it's balance, but balance. it's balance. It is the balance of it. And it's just, you gotta, man, at some point, I think you just gotta take control of your thoughts. Take control of your thoughts again, because if not, some it's your thoughts are real estate. Somebody's gonna pay whether you know it or not. Oh, Somebody's yeah. gonna move in your head whether you know it or not. And that's why I'm, I started my own podcast to learn as much as I can from people and inherit more knowledge so I can keep it going. That's that's the key, man. Everybody, everybody has something to contribute. Definitely. Yeah, everybody has something to contribute. I, I would man. say a story of my thing. I think. I, Something I, I learned about myself and my subconscious mind was I have a motorcycle. I'm not sure if you ever rode a motorcycle before. Nope. Okay. Are you, you, you ever drove like a stick shift or something like that? Yeah. I don't think, no. Well, I think kind of relatively the same. So the motorcycle, long story short, I hate long stories. Uh, one side, you have to brake. All your things on the right side, you have to brake. On the left side, it's the clutch and the shift knob. So sometimes I would have to do all four at the same time. I mean, people are like, oh, well, well, you're yeah, supposed nah. to use your, your front brake first. But yeah, I, I do all four at the same time sometimes. So I would do all four at the same time. And I don't know what it did to my brain, but it like seemed like it unlocked another side to my brain because I, I, I see four it. things at one time. Yeah, and I see that. I got better at riding the motorcycle. And then all of a sudden I could start being like, damn, what is that I, I wanted to do? Or I wanted to remember about this one song or this one book or this one person. Yeah. Like, I'll remember and I'll go on about 10 minutes later all of a sudden my mind be like this is what it is I'm like who is this who is this person yeah man <laughs> they're gonna think I'm crazy on this podcast but no it, it was like I can think a different way now because what I was doing and how I was exercising my brain on my motorcycle has opened up another door to me being able to think a different way and I thought I was crazy but then it started no. I started facilitating that more often and I was like I can do two things at once almost and it's, it's it's weird. It's really weird. And I tried looking it up because I guess I thought I like opened up another part of your brain. I wouldn't doubt reflexes it. or something like that. But I was like, Jesus, just that multitasking. 
Yeah, I can see how that multitasking ability allows you to tap into other things that you would normally have to focus solely on. Yes, yes. That yeah, that makes sense. I've definitely never driven a stick. Now I think about it, but I can see how that would allow you to. I don't want to say use more of your brain, but probably more of my brain. <laughs> make shit. It might be. What what what, what it do you want to use? Ten percent? Is is that true? We only. I don't know if anybody's ever really. I need to see the facts. I need to see yeah, how they no are coming up with this number. Yeah, I think it was ten percent we only use. Ain't no way. It might be ten percent at once. And I have yeah, a, I, mean, I have theories. I have theories on that too. I, I have theories I wanna, on what they tell us. I think they tell man, us things so we so we are some we don't want to further growth. And we yeah, will I question feel like it. I'll be know. using at least thirty percent of my brain, and at the so. very least. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I, when, yeah. When I when I date though, it's probably about twenty two. I mean, about you know, I would say about eighteen twenty. <laughs> yeah. hey, about eighteen. It's man. Yeah. I, I question everything. That is like, especially when it's rooted in numbers. Oh, I question everything that has been told. Like, there's absolutely no way. How, how do you come up with the, you know, the numeric value for how much of the brain is being used? Well, I think they they do neuro, uh, like, of course, they use electricity and things of that nature. We're giving off because you know everything's electronic, yeah, in our brain. So I guess it gives off some type of signal. Our neurons are firing and wiring, and they they see okay, this is wired in the brain and other parts like the amygdala that's the thing i've been looking up and studying yeah you, you know you know i'm sure you know what that is amygdala yep yeah so i've been looking up things in that trying to figure out how they can decipher and dissect what is actually giving it off but again i'm not a brain surgeon the those like when it gets that technical it's still really interesting but i would have to do so much like actual real studying that let me ask you this what? How do you feel about? Because this is really where I'm starting to get into now with it. How do you feel about dreams, like actual sleep dreams? Man, I, I it's so much. This, that's that's a huge subject. That's that's another. That needs to be it honest. is. I've had so many dreams where I thought I'd seen things like deja vu. Yes, they say deja vu is not real, and then they say deja vu is. You can actually pass down memories from generation to generation. Yes. Neurologically. Yep. I'm just like, what do, what's going on here? What is going on here? But uh, the answer to your question, I, that, that's a hard question. That's a hard question to answer. Very hard to answer. I think I've seen things in my dream before. I've questioned uh-huh. it. I feel like things have happened prior and then I stepped into it and like, whoa. Yes. Here what I dream. So uh, it's, it's it. I don't even know what to tell you. What about you? So, this is kind of where the mind and thoughts that was. I mean, I'm still really interested in that subconscious mind, all that. But really, looking at how dreams play a part in this, this is kind of where I'm I'm diving into now. Where just like an independent. This is what I want to read about all the time. I feel like uh, I'm trying to remember what I said on this podcast. This might be the last one too. So we all know the subconscious mind is like, you know, it governs most of what you do, like everything you have experienced straight into the subconscious mind. So obviously when you're sleeping, you can't consciously do stuff. So it has to be your subconscious mind. I feel like 
a lot of the answers and stuff we are looking for in our personal lives, if you can really look at your dreams in a certain way and really decode dreams, I, I, I genuinely believe you can literally be led in the... I'm working on a TED Talk about this. You can be led in the exact direction of what you need to do if you are able to decode your dreams. I've done this before. And it has, man, look, it's, I, I, I really think we have all the, between your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, the superconscious mind, I think and really know all the answers we are in search of, you don't have to look externally for it. If you know how to navigate them three minds, you can have any answer to any question or any equation you're looking for. And dreams are the... I, mean, I, I really believe people need to really look at sleep in a different way. Well, it, ha- it has to be because when you think about things and you work hard towards them and use your mind in every aspect, like I want to get a degree. Okay, I got to study this. I got to go here. I got to keep going to class. You're, you, you're, you, you're ultimately using your mind to accomplish that goal. Yeah. So if your subconscious mind like, says like 30,000 or 300,000 has more powerful than your than your conscious mind. Yes. So why wouldn't it be? They're they're in the same realm and they're paired together. They're they're a pa- yeah. It's like a it's like the little iceberg image. It's the same iceberg. One is just above the water. One is just below. But it's it's the exact same thing. It has to be. Yeah, man. Sleep is dreams. That's that's really where I'm trying to look and focus at and decode. Because I've, I've, on more than one occasion, have been able to make real significant changes in my waking life, looking at dreams I've had a certain way and then moving accordingly, which is... Never, uh, known you were dreaming? That happened to me one time. I knew I was dreaming in my dream. Man, like lucid dream? One time. One t- I, I don't know. I just was dreaming something. I think I was getting attacked. You know, you move slow and everything. Yeah. Kind of and I was like, I'm dreaming. Don't know. I think this was years ago. I was like, I'm dreaming. And I controlled everything. I Man, said, I've always wanted to do that. I've only done it one time. Never done it since. How was it? It was wild. I did. I started making things up here. <laughs> I've never been able to do that before. Yeah, I think I was a. I think I was being attacked. I think, like I said, and I was like, I'm dreaming. From there, everything stopped. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Would you want to do it again? Oh, definitely. I've tried. I've tried. Did you try I'm like the, the, the hand same method? dream as well? Oh man, I've done that plenty of times. You go I've attempted dream? No, I've tried to go back to the same dream plan. I've done it once on accident. And I didn't even want to go back to it. But the dreams I've wanted to go back to, I've never been able to go back to them. Oh yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Even man, even with that alarm clock method, uh waking up before your alarm clock, that's yep. actually a body function. It is, body yeah. It's like being abruptly waked. It needs to go through all the phases to wake up. Were you have you so you like wake up like a minute before your alarm, like right before it goes off? Yep. My yep, body don't like it. I looked I've up, done it before I looked too. It up too. I was like, why is this happening? I one more minute. There's a uh a method I looked up to lucid dreaming or to a, like try to do it. We're supposed to look at your hands right before you go to bed for like 10 minutes, like right before you're about to doze off. 
It's like stare at both hands and really look at them. And then in the dream, when you see your hands and they look weird, you'll know you're dreaming, and then that'll that'll trigger it. But I've I've still never been able to do it. I just doze off before I look at my hands. I'm gonna try this tonight. If it works, yeah, you gotta let me know how that happens because I have never been able to do it. I'm gonna try this tonight. Have you ever messed with the alpha stage? Uh, the first twenty minutes. Man, yeah, and- yes, all the time, every single day. I see you're you are probably the only person that has really that I've ever talked to that has mentioned like the brains and like the alpha, the theta, the all these. I oh, yeah, every man. single day when I wake up, I make it a point as soon as I wake up to that's really when I go over like kind of the things that the thoughts I want to implant. That's when I go over them. Neville oh, yeah. Goddard called it a state akin to sleep where you're kind of in that brain wave where you can implant things in your subconscious a lot more. That's when really before you go to bed too, but right after you wake up every single morning, that's when I really get that in and then doze back off and then do it a couple of times. Oh, man, I might try that. I ain't tried it a couple of times. Do it, man. I'm telling you. This is the biggest thing I've learned about it. All of this is if you really realize what power you are capable of, if you can get control of your mind, and your thoughts. Can you do you cuss on this podcast? Oh, yeah, you can cuss. Wow. All of this shit is really malleable. It's it's like Play-Doh. You look at it like it's concrete and it, you've been programmed to look at it like it's concrete. But all of this shit is really Play-Doh. You can form things to your liking and then be that, and then things will mirror what you're doing. Do you think we're gonna have to? We got 6%. Do you think this is gonna help a lot of people because everybody loves the dating aspect? Do you think that people can mold this the type of person they want? Actually, they can't, but do you think they can mold the type of person they want? Uh, I'm talking about the six foot, six figures, six pack abs, yeah. whatever the women want these days. But like the person they want, and if they don't get that, do you think they start to put expectations on that person until they can try to fit? That? That's isn't that narcissism? Is that manipulation? It's one <laughs> of the two. Probably, yeah, it's definitely both of them. Man, I think, I think you, you can, but you. It's gonna sound super cliche. You can mold it by being it. Mm. It's really it is dead ass that simple. You attract you can yeah. And it's not even I mean you obviously attract what you are, but even when you're in it, when you make certain changes to yourself, that is that you know, you are admitting something. You are you admit whatever that is that you are changing yourself to be. So to some degree, just by if you want this person to do this and you are trying to mold them to do that. You would kind of have to ask, "Am I doing this?" If you are, I do it myself. Yeah, I mean, if you can really look at yourself and say you are, then at that point, you it, it's it's probably on them, and you can't mold everybody a certain type of way. But you can you can influence a lot by being it yourself without the intent to like influence somebody. If that makes sense. 
Like no, don't yeah. don't be something because you want them to be this. Be something because that is what you you see how it would better you, and then the natural like outcome and the natural result is they pick up on that and they make those changes too. But don't try to just change somebody because change the people. No, nah, I don't. I mean, don't, don't do that. Work. No, I don't. They, it's they, not going to stick work. around. I hope it works. Hope he changes. I think he it, loves me. No, it's not going to happen. Look. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, if, if it's one of them situations, you might just have to get up out of there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, but shoot, man. We got to do a, a dream podcast. Man. We got to do a dream podcast. I'm with it. I can, I can, yeah, let's do it. We can schedule that. I got to get you on my podcast too, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll come on there first. It's all respect around here. Yeah, I got to get okay. you on that thing. Okay, before we uh, wrap this up, is there anything you want to say uh, to the people? Yeah, so uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Imagine by Jabre. E. Listen to the Modest Mom podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And yeah, man, I'm trying to do a lot. Got a book coming out. Got a gratitude journal coming out. Got a couple short films, films I'm working on. Uh, you know, okay. tune in and to everything. If y'all can't find his uh, Instagram or his information, just uh, message me. I'll shoot you over his profile. And y'all can link up and uh, trading contrast ideas to go from there. Yeah, there we go. That'll work. At work, and hey, we gonna make sure it's it, it's embedded. But I, I embedded in your subconscious. Ask, oh, I see what you did there. I see exactly what you did. There. You see, uh, yeah, you see <laughs> it. You see what I'm doing. Hey man, see, and it, I, nah, I ain't gonna start back up because I'll keep talking. But on a good note, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, brother. I really, man, I appreciate the patience for these past three hours. Oh man, oh man, it was good though. It was worth it. I can't, I can't say that it was worth I, it. I'm happy with. It. I'll take. Mind stimulating conversation. Gotta have it. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. That's uh enlighten me and we're signing off. Y'all take care now.